everybody. It's Wayne with Mark and Areed, and we are so excited that you've come to watch the Eat Community Podcast. We know you're going to enjoy it. We actually did it live originally on our Eat Community webinar series, which we also invite you to come to, but you will love this podcast that you're going to be listening to right now. Wayne and Mark, and we are here in the community today, and we're using a, a, a different presentation mode. Hope it was easy to get in. Um, if anybody would tell us a little bit of their experience in the chat about how it was to get in, that'd be great. Um, it was easy for me, way easier than it is on um, go to webinar or Zoom, literally one click, and it took me there. And I think it's because everybody that's going to get on has already been a member um, of our of the of the site of the of the community, and therefore they they get on easily um, and don't have to um, essentially use some kind of uh, authentication to determine that they're that they're them. So we are going to do what we didn't do last week that we had intended to because last week we had an amazing conversation about uh, about a number of topics and just didn't get to what I'd hoped to get to, which was showing you how practically you can use AI today and especially the show, two tools um, that we have for um, showing um, AI and using it. And one of those is called AI Sellers and the other is called AI Coaches. And I'm gonna share my screen throughout and I, I think I can show more of it. I don't know why this little, uh, do you get a, I get a little black uh, square over on the right-hand side, which allows me to go full screen, which is what I just did. And then it, it's in the way though of allowing me to scroll on the page, which I don't quite understand. I can't grab the cursor, which then would allow me to scroll because I want to scroll down on this page. Um, I don't know what I have to do to grab it. I was able to get it before. I'm going to stop this for a minute. That just made it smaller again. Um, why does that keep coming up? All that does, I'm just grabbing that little black box. I don't know why it sits in the corner of... Uh, you know what? I'm going to stop sharing. You share something, a tab from your screen, Mark, and um, let's just see if you see the same thing. Okay. Uh, let me open something here. I'll open the home page and I'll share. Sharing screen. <coughs> All right. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, so should be able to see my screen now. Right. Do you see that little black cursor thing in the corner of your screen? Uh, I see. No, I don't see any black cursor. I see your camera, and uh, camera is it sits in the in, in a corner, and then. Uh, the website tab that I just opened. So, no, I don't see that. Huh. I don't know what that is. Uh, okay. Why I do it. So, why don't you stop sharing? I'll go back and share again. All right. This is chat GPT that I'm going to share this time. 
And when I show this, so now let's see this. All right, now it's not there. And are you seeing my screen now? Yes. Chat GPT-4. Yep, it's up. All right, well, we have paid for a few more services for Chat GPT than I would ever recommend others would do, but it's been useful for us. And one of them is called AI PRM. You see the logo over here where my cursor is. And what it does is it allows you to um, use a, a potential of a, from a huge number of pre-made prompts that were created by members of this community. I think there's over 4,000 of them that are publicly shared. Well, 528 here. Let's see. I don't know if that's because I put some filter in. Oh, yeah, I put, oh, I put marketing in. Let's go to all. Yeah, because I thought it was over 4,700. 4, I think the other day it was 4,707. So there's now um, 4,737. The most highly rated and used are at the top. So that is these. And if you choose one of these, it then preloads a prompt here in your prompt box. And you then um, just have to add one or more real small number of keywords. You don't have to add all the rest of what you would um, do. So here's an example. Um, Mark and I, you're using this one. We're going to choose this. And let's do a week monthly contact content calendar for pick a topic, somebody in the audience. And Mark, you, you tell us what topic they pick. One that's economic, not just anything. I'm not seeing a screen mark, so I can't I can't put it. Oh, okay. So or you pick one. Doesn't matter, but either way. When I click on that, so it can be like uh, uh, let's see, monthly. Uh, fish farming feed cost for a small farm. Well, that's pretty narrow. I'm going to just call it fish farming feed. Ding, more broadly. Okay. Well, let's try feed costs first. Let's just see what that does. That's pretty narrow. Um, so I've already preloaded a profile, and I'm going to click on that. But it, I can use different kinds of tones. And let's say I would want it to be uh, warm. And let's say for a style, I want it to be instructive. And this, this one can actually change. Once, some, once you get a result, you can expand it, explain it, rewrite it, shorten it, clarify it. Right now, we're just going to leave it on continue. And we are ready to send it. And I screwed up. I should have put it, should have started a new chat. Um, but here it's coming up. I want to get rid of this content thing, uh, which I'm not sure how I do that. Let's see here. Yeah, just X that out. And here it is. So it's starting with today. 
It's kind of interesting. Um, but, you know, it didn't find very many. So it's only doing them. It's not doing it daily. It's doing it one today or on a Thursday. It could be starting next week. One here for the hidden costs of fish feed, unlocking the mystery. And these are titles that it has already researched and that get lots of search engine optimization. Here we see it. And, and the, the, it even says who created this. And it's this, this team right here, the merchant.com team. And now we could start and write this article. I'm not going to do that right now, but I also don't want to put this here. I'm going to go ahead and start a new chat, which is one of the first thing you want to do when you're using chat GPT. I'm also not going to use 4.0 right now. I know I will, um, but I'm going to start a new chat. And for some reason, and this changes just broadly, widely, on a very frequent time, I'm going to actually, for right now, stop using AIPRM. Um, which I'm not positive how to do. Not sure how to get rid of it here, just a second. All right, why don't you go away, PVM, AIPRU? You see a, uh, an X out somewhere, let me know, because I am not seeing it. I, I still see um, your uh, filters. Topic activity sort by model. If you, um, yeah, well, that got, rid, that got rid of it. Um, so, no, yeah. So, look at the prompt. This, I didn't put any of this in, mm -hmm. but this is all the information that it put in. That yeah. made it a better make it makes it a better prompt. But we're going to go back. I'm going to show you some other things that, that it can now do. Um, I've been working on a proposal that I'm going to show to you in a minute. And this is a lot of financial calculations uh, about it. And um, I'm just scrolling backwards through them. But I'm going to get to where I did some images. And we're going to modify those. I'm going to show you how, if, if you use it right and you get the right kinds of prompts, that you what you can get done is really cool. There we go. There was an image, I believe. And I'm not sure why it's, why it's not showing those right now. And I think it's because I've still got this air AIPM on. I keep thinking it's A. Let me click on that. What does that do? Share link to chat. Oh, I don't want to do that. I just want to get rid of it. Um, if you click back on chat GPT, maybe that will go away. Like uh, on on the side, like on your left. Here's um, a way you do a new chat. I've got a new right. chat. But, um, 
But I want to get rid of this AI PM. Um, uh, well, I know how to do it. We're just going to close chat GTT. Start again. Mm -hmm. And tell me if I'm getting any questions, Mark. Yeah, I'm looking at the questions. Uh, Alicia has some links put in. Um, so Brazil hit by record uh, natural disasters and Iceland volcano eruption for second time this year. So yeah, these are... came back up again. I don't know how to get rid of it. Well, if you click on Explore uh, on the side sidebar, and, uh, different things will come up. Yeah. No, that, that just is other. Those are that's a new feature where it allows you to do different things that I have actually done this, but like you can, it's pretty cool. All the different things like an image generator. Of, Right. Professional and friendly talk. Canva, you can link it with Canva. Um, but I don't think that's going to get me out of. Let's let's click over here. Global view off. Let's just go to ChatGPT again. But here it's back to the stupid air ARPRM. I don't want that there. I want it gone. I thought by getting out it would. Mm -hmm. Go away. Um, I actually have two different accounts. Maybe by going to the there. Yeah. Here we go. That got rid of it. No, it didn't. It just came right back. Frustrating. Let's see if I click there. Can I close it? I don't know that I want to just totally get rid of it. I might have to disconnect it. It's saying, please wait. While it's waiting, there we go. Well, it's been disconnected, but it's still showing up. Still there. Huh. I don't know it. What if you refresh it? Maybe it will update. Hmm. Going to see it again. Okay. There, man. See if it comes back. It says connect, so you can cancel. I don't want to do that right now. I don't know, Mark. Let's hope uh -huh. it. Let's hope it works here. Uh, okay. I don't know what's going on. Let me go back to this. But it's still got that stupid watermark in the background. Now, at least it's showing me my pictures. All right, it wasn't doing that before. That's what I was hoping to get it to do.
I want to modify and show you how easy it is to do some things, but it doesn't always do it right. Here. Okay. I, uh, Uh, I want to eliminate these. I want the windmills to be eliminated. kind of show the answer to this way at the end here. So it's creating the image. And I, I think I would have had to have done this earlier, right after I did the picture in the first place. And now uh, it didn't eliminate them. They're still there. So, so now I'm going to say again, please eliminate You want to talk to it a lot like you just talk to another person. So this is a resilient community. Notice how cool the things that it does. Though. Look at these green roofs, um, little gardens. Um, here's a, a pedestrian-friendly walkway. So now it's saying it can't do it, that if you need to adjust it by removing elements such as the windmills. But I know that if I, So I said to provide me a new image from the ground level, make sure it doesn't have any windmills in it. Well, this one doesn't. No, <laughs> don't those look like windmills to you? Um, and yes, I could go in with editing software and edit it. Um, 
I actually do think I can eliminate it. Um, I'm not sure why it's it's doing what it's doing right now. Um, what's so cool to me though is how great, how good it is feature-wise. Let's click on this and blow it up. For the little elements that it shows. If we and if we made this larger, which I don't think I can do without downloading it, it would even more, it, it would not begin to pixelate for quite a while. So I'm going to save this, download it. And it's just telling me a photorealistic image by integrating a, a small section. So here is um, some, a site that I worked on earlier today for a new name that we're going to be giving to sites in total that we are developing around the world or consulting with other parties about. And if you remember, our ranch in Colorado is Mountain Sky Ranch. And so thought about this a lot and thought, well, do we really want to say mountain sky for a community that's out in, you know, where there's no mountains? Um, and I decided, yeah, it's, it's what we want to signify is this beautiful blue sky that you have in certain mountain areas where there's no air pollution or other other factors that are changing its color. Um, it's particularly blue at altitude. The higher you get, there's less atmospheric um, pollution and, and um, even particles to remove certain UV light frequencies. So the sky is bluer. So we're going to be broadly calling what we're doing mountain sky communities, which is welcome to a future where people in the land thrive. Here at Seed, we're unique developers of land to be used for resilient living. And obviously we want people to interact with us and schedule a call if they'd like to talk about that whole concept. Then there's several other sections here. Um, first one here is economic and resilient land development. And we've got three different sections here. Um, and this is all in draft form still. These pictures are all from Mountain Sky Ranch, which is our first eco-friendly, our first resilient land development, which we started to work on 17 years ago. And then we have short little narratives describing why this is a vision, um, what is it, why do it, um, and, and what is it really, cause to happen. And then we're, we talk about some current projects. And these are the three that we're working on right now. This is a brand new one that you haven't really heard anything about yet, which is Black's Creek in Idaho. Um, and there's, there's short descriptions here, which we used AI to help us write. It didn't write at all, but it wrote a lot of it, and we did a lot of editing to it. By the way, this still is needing editing, not so much the writing, but just the formatting. Um, the, the, these are, this print, this font is probably a little bit too large. We should make it smaller because each of these are kind of running into each other in terms of their space. So we should... Um, make the font a little narrower and make each of these columns, the three columns, a little narrower so we get a little bit more space between them. Um, also probably a little too much narrative, so we'll shorten this somewhat. We're gonna come back here and click on this because we actually are moving along with this development of this Black's Creek. And this is actually a picture of up in this Black's Creek area. It's a beautiful location. Um, and we'll, we'll come back to that. But down below, we have a, 
a really cool description of why we're doing what we call ecological business and living parks. So, you know, as it says, you say, what? An ecological business and living park? You probably know that an industrial business park is a place where there are a number of different industrial businesses physically close to one another. And because of that close proximity, they often collaborate with each other. Well, that's very similar to what a mountain sky community is. An amazing, beautiful place, piece of property where a number of different ecological businesses reside and collaborate with each other. Plus, a mountain sky community is also a place where a small number of people can call home, and that should be and be, so there's an edit, and be a place where they can play when times are good and heaven forbid, can seek protection and refuge if times are bad. We're looking for a very small select group of people to share this unique lifestyle community with us. It could be you. And then we're encouraging people to communicate with us. And then we have a little descriptions of a couple of things. There, these are places of refuge and strength. Um, we have a, a, all of them will have event centers. And then lastly, we ask people again to reach out to us and schedule something uh, with us. So um, very simple little site that we just created. So now back to this. This is actually going to pull up a PDF. So it's going to open a different tab. Um, so the other one is still open, but I'm not sure it is still open, actually. No, it isn't. I, I've got to change that to where it opens. So this is now a fairly long 31 page PDF presentation for investors to work with us on this specific project. And let me show you a few more pictures of this. So you saw the one, and these are others that are on the property. This is right where the property starts, literally right on the other side of this where the pavement ends. And it is a total of 2,000 acres. And it actually does have a home on it and some corrals um, to gather livestock. There are, is a herd of cattle that is on the property. And these are some of the outbuildings. And this is the home that's on the property. Uh, some horses. Just some of the views. This is looking back. That's the house that we saw from a little different angle. There are some high voltage power lines. That's a potentially people would think of that as a negative. Um, we don't necessarily like them, but they only affect probably less than 100 acres of the total of the 2,000. And they do have a positive to them. They do allow us to, let's say, do storage um, of, of power or even um, solar panels and have attractiveness to a solar panel developer to, to link their power directly into the grid system with the uh, high voltage lines right here. This is lava rock, um, basalt with moss on it. So these are living rocks, really. They're everywhere. Um, there are ponds all over this property, streams running through it. You're seeing a lot of the different views. Um, this is the Owyhee Mountains, which are off to the east of the site. Those are 50 miles away. It's not that close. This is looking the opposite direction from this, this photo. Um, so this is looking east. This is looking west. These are, that's a 20-foot high rock. These are 30 to 40 feet high. 
and this really beautiful little canyon. There you see them a little bit more up close. Uh, interesting shapes to these. A little bit different view of the same canyon. This is looking down. This is actually looking kind of northwest. So now this is a whole different part of the site. Uh, this pond here is on the property. Um, City of Boise is just 17 minute drive out this way. So it's very close to an urban area and yet you'd never know there was anything urban here. Look at, you see a house even in this picture? <laughs> I think that might be one way out there. Um, now this is looking east. So these are the mountains to the east of the site. This is a fence line. They, um, they put these Gambian bales of rocks along the edges of a fence line to stop wind and the cattle would gather along them. These are water bodies that you're seeing out in the distances. Right underneath the power lines there. Here's one of those rocks that's probably seven or eight feet tall. Again, looking east. Um, looking down and sort of north. Oh, excuse me. This is looking west. This is west to the Oahis. Um, so is this. This is the cool part. So watch this. This is a video we're going to play here. There isn't really any voice to it. From the top of these walls on the side of the canyon down to the bottom here is about 400 feet elevation. We're going pretty much straight south right here. As we turn, the canyon goes back southeast. Now we're looking southeast. This is at the lower end of the canyon. These are mountains to the east. This is one of those ponds that we saw in another one of the views. A good portion, probably a thousand of the 2,000 acres is fairly flat, like this photo shows, this, this view from the drone, um, which means it's excellent for grazing. Um, now we're looking back to the south, excuse me, to the north, the south end of this, this valley, this canyon. We'll put homes along the rim here on both sides. And different from the Canyon Creek project that we've talked about, this is going to have a minimum of 10 acre home sites. So it means we could do 200 of them. We're not going to do that many. The very most we'll do 100. It's more likely we'll do in the um, 80 to 80 to 85 range. This is a little flyer about the site. Um, here's its location. This is Boise, Idaho, right up here. Um, this is the road where um, we saw the pavement in right here going down to the interstate. That's about three miles is all. So this is about a seven minute drive to here. And then from here to the airport, which is about right in here uh, is 10 minutes.
So the intent is to have a community not where the homes aren't nearly as dense as this. Oh, this is too dense. But that do have community gardens, individual gardens, all kinds of resilient living features. Green roofs, this roof right here. Now, this image is not of the area. There aren't mountains this tall, this close, and there's not a big lake like this is showing. That, but I didn't tell it to, to do something like that. When I did tell it to do, here's some of the things that I was asking it to write about. I said, for example, give us um, what, a re what the attributes of a resilient community would be, a diverse and robust economy, an inclusive and engaged community, effective and accessible communication, strong leadership and governance, comprehensive disaster preparedness and response plans, adaptive infrastructure and built environment, so that it would withstand adverse effects, including floods, wildfires, earthquakes, environmental stewardship, health and well-being, education and training, economic resilience, cultural cohesion and memory. That's an interesting one. Resilient community values and preserves its cultural heritage and learns from past experiences. This includes storytelling cultural celebrations, documentation of history, and lessons learned from past challenges. Mark, any questions? Yeah, I'm looking at the question right now. So right, here's a question. Uh, we need to embrace more equity, diversity, and inclusion in our business practices. Any thoughts? Oh, yeah, absolutely should be doing that. So, for example, that talks, that's one of the very high ones here in terms of an inclusive and engaged community um, where it's totally, you know, different different kinds of, of, of people of every culture, ethnicity, um, spirituality, lack of spirituality, you name it. Um, so yes, it absolutely should occur. So then I ask it to do some, anything else, Mark? What else do we have? All right, so here's another question. Any thoughts about human use of AI? Uh, so, uh, uh, human use of AI. Yeah, I think you were you're puzzled at what that means, and so am I. Mm -hmm. Maybe whoever wrote that question might give us a little more of a hint, because clearly all the uses we're seeing right now that anybody uses are humans using artificial intelligence. That's what AI is. Right. Um, in this case, we're using it to help us write. We're helping using it to help us do images. So this was this is an image that it made of a community. It's resilience in a flyover. Well, this is obviously a huge community. And wouldn't it be awesome if our big communities looked like this? Like these are that's those are solar panels, I think. And then obviously we've got windmills all over here. But look at this beautiful palm pond and and growing areas here and um, white roofs on buildings. Uh, these are some kind of courts here. Here's another water feature that's probably a growing feature, greenhouses probably here. Um, but I didn't want to have a big community, so I told it, let's make this community much smaller, no more than 112 units. So it now made it smaller. So these are dwelling units, but they're still really dense. It looks very urban. So then I said, uh, expand to show the surrounding area. 
um, which is a rolling prairie in southwest Idaho in the summer. So now it came up with really a lot like we would want it to be. This is what it looks like. You saw the pictures. We just saw the pictures out on the prairie. Mark, did the person that wrote that question come back and um, clarify it a little bit? Mm, no, I don't see any follow-up here. But I have some more questions. Okay. Uh, so how do you identify growth versus fixed mindset? Growth versus what? Fixed, uh, fixed mindset. Well, again, I think that there are mindsets that are very, I'll use the word stubborn, and fixed would be another way, which means they, they really don't want to see change. Um, and I would say that kind of a mindset struggles in a growth-oriented mentality society. And I'm trying to not say that it's good or bad. It's just going to struggle. It's not going to be compatible with, with let's say, if there were five people that had a fixed type of mentality and 95 that had a growth mentality, there would, those five would, would be hard for, their voice to be heard, let's say. So now this shows this more, um, you know, in the area, but it's still too big. So then I say, make it completely photorealistic and spread the dwellings out. So now it's spread everything out. This is a little weird back here. I'm not sure what it's showing there. Um, notice that the ponds are still in kind of the same place there. There was now one over this way. And there is in this picture, one there, one there. Also, then I think I said, please show it in winter. And if you look at that compared to that, they are pretty similar. Um, and so I don't think that's those are dwellings. I think that's actually rocks because, the, as you noticed in the, the, the real images that we had, there are lots of rocks. I really like this image. It, it's probably really what a community like this would look like in the winter. Uh, then I said, take me down to street level and show three images. Here's one. Um, look how detailed this is. Right. That's amazing. Got solar panels, um, gardens, street, everything. And I said, you only gave me one. Give me two more. So uh -huh. here are two. One of them is right on top of the other. You have to look carefully to see that one of them ends right there. And um, they, um, this was the first one, and they give descriptions too. So the first one is an outdoor communal space. This scene captures residents participating in a sustainability workshop surrounded by informational stands on um, renewable energy, water conservation, and a demonstration of solar cooking devices, emphasizing the community's commitment to educational reach, reach outreach, and sustainable living practices. So let's see if we can see the solar demonstration for cooking could be this could be over here let's blow this up and i'm not sure but isn't that cool and then the bottom one is showing some solar panels with probably aquaponic systems Mm -hmm. There's probably fish underneath here. Or maybe a raised garden. Well, it is a raised bed. Right. But let's, let me look and see what it says about it. 
uh, local marketplace view illustrates a bustling marketplace within the community where still stars are adorned with local produce. Ah, these are, ah, that's what it is. Each of these is a different person's little booth. There, this is one person selling that. Mm. This is what somebody there. Here's one right here. Here's one here. It's probably all underneath here. Here's one over here. That's what it is. Here's some more over this way. Right. Cool. All right. Then I said, um, take the foggy look out. I wanted the fog. Well, now it's sort of a glaring sunlight. It's still really cool. The only negative is every house looks the same. I don't think you'd want that. Yeah, they're exactly the same. <laughs> now, here's back. That's an image that we just saw. This is from a oh. um, site. And I... I actually asked it to modify it. And is that real picture or yes, oh, that's, that's a real that's oh. a real picture. That okay. that's one I took when I was at this site last week. Okay. Lava rock, sagebrush, grasses, native grasses. And then this one is much more realistic on the density of, of what there would be for each individual space. And if you remember, we used that one on the site here. And I, I didn't have that open in another tab. I could go here, we could preview it. Here. That's used as the background. That's that image blown up. Look at how that, look at how detailed that is when it's blown up, Mark. Really cool. Yep. So realistic. And there it is, a little bit smaller. Mm -hmm. Yeah, resize this a little bit. So, uh, yeah. So it'll be the same, all three. Pictures. Right. Then I asked it. What are 20 recreation pursuits for our resilient community residents? And here, put them in community gardening, hiking and nature walks, bird watching, cycling. We have some other questions. We'll get to those as soon as we're done here. Yoga and meditation, outdoor fitness classes, kayaking and canoeing, workshops and skill shares, arts and crafts, community movie nights, fishing, local dance, stargazing, cooking book clubs and reading groups, board games and chess, sports leagues, potluck dinners, nature photography, DIY workshops. Really cool. I mean, it's very, very practical. Now I ask it to show what kinds of things it would do to help for the resiliency. These are bunkers. So this is what it would look like inside a bunker for a living situation. There's a bedroom area and here's a living area. With a kitchen on one side and even counters and places to eat on the other side, other things there. Here's what the outside of a bunker might look like. Here's the, what one of the homes could be. Then the rest of this is a lot of financials. So let's stop and I'm gonna turn my screen off and stop sharing. Let's see if I can get that done. Okay, come back. There I am. We're back. Yep. I can look at the chat now. Well, we should in any community all have our ability to learn and connect and express ourselves. So yes, absolutely. 
Now, all we need to do is get more people to these webinars. One of the things that um, Kajabi does, which is either a positive or a negative, is it actually shows. We can have 500 people here, and there will be 500 little bitty squares over there. We need that many. And we are just not doing a very good job getting the word out. Um, gosh, the quality of this is excellent. Was the quality of the slides good, Mark, when I was just – see, I, I wasn't seeing my image. So was my image over to the side? No, they were at the, at the, uh, your camera was at the side, yeah. Right. I mean, but watching me – Mm -hmm. Talk as I was doing. Yeah. Yep. You could see both your screen and your picture. By the way, the background here, that is a handmade picture of a duck made out of metal. And if I zoomed in on it, it's just beautiful. It was made for me as a gift from a very close friend. I actually found this at a little auction sale and bought it for like 50 cents. It's a thermometer. It's got all kinds of really cool coloration behind it. Um, just because I know Mark was very close with his mother. Most of us are close with our mothers. This is my mother, her urn for when she was cremated. And, uh, and that, this, this is a weird picture when you look at it from the distance like this. I'm going to grab that because I don't know what it looks to me. To me, it looks like a raccoon or something. When what it really is, is I'll bring it up closer. Is a kangaroo? No, it looks like that too. It's yeah. a black. Oh, come on, I got to get the glare away. A black dog. Oh. holding a bird in its mouth. That's my dog, Loki, oh, okay. with a bird in its mouth. But it doesn't look, you know, for a distance, it doesn't look like that at all. By the way, I got to show something that I got, and I've never been seen this very often. This is a three-dimensional map of the United States showing um, elevation with this front here being the east side of the Rocky Mountains coming down and going even all the way down into Texas. Then over here is California and the Central Valley of California going here. But then it goes up in elevation again as you get up into Oregon. These, are, these, these little valley areas should be lower, but then the mountains do, do go very close to the coast. Mm -hmm. If you could see this up close, you'd see highways and the names of cities. Oh, wow. All the way. Let's see if I can hear. Yes. There. <laughs> and then there's the East Coast with much smaller mountains. Still running all the way. There's the Great Lakes. Isn't that cool? Yeah. And, and and this is the, they they put Alaska down here in the bottom, right here. It's obviously much smaller. And this is Hawaii. No, that, that's actually that is the these are the islands. Um, There's Hawaii. This is Hawaii out here. It even gives the scale. One to twenty thousand two no, one to two twenty million two hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> That's of Hawaii. That's the scale there.
getting a call on my phone, an ignore, and we are right at the top of the hour. So um, if we have any other questions here, I don't see any. This is fun. I like this. I like the format. We just need to get more people here, right, Mark? Yep. We'll, we'll get we'll get people to join. Yes. Well, why don't you take us out and we'll uh, see everybody again next week? Hey, everybody! I bet you enjoyed that immensely. That was one of our most amazing presentations here at the Eat Community. Please look forward to our next podcast in the very near future, and we look forward to seeing you again on the Eat Community Podcast.